Hey guys, and welcome to Is It Just Me? The safe space podcast where we discuss being human and connect over stuff that makes us feel alone. Every episode will tackle validating the human experience to show you just how awesome, sane, and not alone you really are. My name is Kaylin West. All right, let's do this thing. Check, check, check. Check mic one, two, one, two, three, check. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome back to Is It Just Me? I'm super happy to have you with me. Uh, my name is Kaylin West, and thank you for joining me for another episode. Uh, I'm going to start off by saying that if you have not listened to episodes one, two, and three of this podcast, I would urge you to go back and listen to all of the episodes in chronological order because... Uh, it's going to inform a lot of what we talk about here today. And I want you to listen to my other stuff. So like, yeah. <laughs> um, man, it has been a crazy week. I'm a little late in recording this episode this week because, uh, as I mentioned previously, I recorded the first couple episodes while I was on vacation and that is no longer the case. I have returned to work and so things have been a little bit busier. Um, but... I love my job and I love this and I am committed to balancing all of it. So here we are and I'm recording this episode and I'm really excited about this one. Um, I mean, I've been excited about every episode, but I'm excited about this one. I'm happy to share it with you. So yeah. Dudes, guess what? We're going to start heading into the territory of subjects. (laughs) Subjects? (laughs) Of subjects. Wow. That I definitely have more questions about than answers. I'll just own that. But questions are good. Uh, Like I said last episode, I do not claim to have all the answers, much less the right ones. There's a few things in my life that I feel like I have pretty good clarity on, but there's quite an abundance more that I'm still just trying to understand and juggle and figure out, just like you. So, my dudes, we are all in the same boat untangling these confusing, complicated, unfamiliar issues is why this podcast was born in the first place, and this is just as much a journey of learning for me as it is for you. So there you go. Here we go. Let's do it. This week's question is, is it just me or is that mean little voice in the back of your head a real bitch? Sorry, not sorry for cursing. I want to explore with you today the mean voices in the back of your head, i.e. the concept of your inner saboteur and its mean little cousin, imposter syndrome. You all know what I'm talking about. I would bet big money, guessing that most people have felt one or both of these things, and that most people feel them often. Trust me, I do. The feeling that we're not good enough, that we're not deserving, that we're incapable, that something's impossible, that we're broken, etc. And then the feeling that everyone around us is somehow going to figure that out, that they're going to learn our secret and the jig will be up and we'll be discovered wanting. Does that sound at all familiar? It's a terrible feeling. But I'd say this feeling is unfortunately more common than uncommon, and I'm really trying to understand why. You know, where on earth do these feelings come from? What on earth is their evolutionary purpose? 
what beliefs are these feelings based on? If these feelings are inside of me, then their own survival is dependent on mine, so why do they want to hurt me? How do I get rid of them? Can I get rid of them? All of these questions float around my brain in waves whenever my inner saboteur and imposter syndrome kick in. I was journaling this morning wondering just how much I need to specifically understand where these feelings and beliefs come from in order to let them go. And based on the belief I shared with you last episode that aiming for understanding has always bettered my life, I think that's the correct pathway to pursue. Understanding. So in today's episode, that's what we're going to try. I think the best questions to start with are what beliefs are these feelings based on and where do our beliefs actually come from? Because our beliefs, aka our thoughts, inform our feelings and our feelings inform our actions, right? So where do we get our beliefs? A multitude of places. They come from our childhood, our family life, our friends, all of our experiences. They come from what we learned from our parents and their relationship, or lack thereof. (laughs) They come from the pop culture we were exposed to and the society in which we were raised and the social, political, religious climate in which we were induced. They come from our interpretations of the things that happened to and around us, right? The interesting part, and the part we have to pay attention to, is that when we're young, we don't really have inherent beliefs of our own, because we don't have that many experiences yet, right? So we garner many, if not most, of our initial beliefs from the influences around us and we adopt them as our own. But they're not necessarily our own. Not until we retroactively identify, contemplate, weigh, and decide whether we actually believe them or not. They're kind of just placeholder beliefs getting us through until we're old enough and experienced enough to decide what we really believe. The problem is that many people, myself included, (laughs) don't realize until much later that they have a choice about their beliefs. So those early beliefs often become infused with our core identity beliefs. You know, and what we all eventually have to acknowledge is that many of our core beliefs, our identity beliefs, are based on someone else's experiences, aka their life. And there is a high potential that even that isn't true because their beliefs are most likely based on their influences, you know, their parents' beliefs, and then their grandparents' beliefs, echoing back through generations in history, yada, yada, yada. Just because we observed or experienced something when we were young doesn't necessarily make it true or relevant to us. Doesn't necessarily make it mean something about us or our truth. Now, I'm not talking about believing that the sky is blue or that the sun comes out every day or that gravity is a thing. I'm talking about the beliefs we develop about ourselves, about our potential, about our worth, 
the beliefs we have about relationships or our career, the beliefs we have about money or addictions or success or spirituality, etc. As I mentioned last episode, truth is relative. So that is what we have to search for and find. The truth that is relative to us. We have to somehow untangle ourselves from the beliefs that aren't actually ours so that we can find the ones that are. Way more easier said than done. Trust me, I know. (laughs) But guess what? Beliefs are simply our more solidified interpretations of events and their meaning. Our interpretations are determined by our perspective. Our perspective is our choice. So that means we can choose to interpret events however we want and believe whatever the hell we want. Our thoughts, our feelings, our actions, our life, our choice. So... What the hell does this have to do with our inner saboteur and imposter syndrome? (laughs) Well, let's back up a little bit and look at the informative details. How do the saboteur and imposter syndrome usually show up and function? In fear-based, detrimental, self-inflicted words, right? They usually show up as that mean little voice in the back of your head. The background bitch. I'm going to be super honest with you and give you some examples from my own brain because I believe that it is important we be able to talk about these kinds of things openly without judgment, shame, or guilt. And I want to show you that this is a shared experience. This is our human experience and all of it is valid. Hence the purpose of this whole podcast. (laughs) So here we go. In my personal experience, the ammunition that my saboteur and imposter syndrome typically use on me are thoughts about how I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not talented enough, hardworking enough, lovable enough, kind enough, selfless enough, etc. My saboteur and imposter syndrome say a lot of things about how people always leave, and lie. Trusting people is a risk. Weakness is unacceptable. I'm broken and there is something fundamentally wrong with me. Does any of this sound familiar? I know I'm not alone in having thoughts like this. And it sucks. I don't like hearing this kind of stuff from the inside out. Who does? But You can at least take comfort in knowing that you're not alone in thinking things like this. You're not the only one, and there is nothing wrong with you. I don't care how perfect someone else's life looks to you, everyone struggles with their own brand of this. So, if those are the thoughts that are floating around in my brain, it's not necessarily because they just sprung up there one day for no reason, it's because... Somewhere along the line of my experiences, perspectives, and interpretations, I learned and adopted a belief that allowed me to register those mean thoughts on some level as truth. One of those beliefs for me, I discovered recently, that belief is that I'm a bad person. 
the belief was born from a number of places, but <laughs> clearly it isn't serving me, and it never will. It's a fear-based belief based on the actions of others. It's based on the people that I've lost and why. It's based on how some people have treated me. It's based on the expectations and limitations I perceived to be weighing on me. All valid experiences, but do they really mean that I'm a bad person? You know? How and why did I arrive at that conclusion? The best avenue I have found towards recognizing and then dealing with inhibiting, inhibiting beliefs like this begins in an uncomfortable yet simple way. By letting yourself slow down enough that you can hear and see what's going on beneath the surface. Pause and pay attention. None of it can actually hurt you. They're just thoughts. But at the same time, ignoring them can hurt you. Because then, those thoughts are just running rampant beneath the surface, tearing at you without checks or balances, manifesting in your reality in unintended ways. So, when I got still and quiet enough, I discovered this belief that I'm a bad person. I didn't know it was there. I had no idea. But now I do, and I can do something about it. When I look at it and think about it, this belief, honestly, it makes sense to me why it's there. I understand. I can see where the dots connect because I can examine that belief inside of its own glass box. So, reference from last week's episode. So again, if you haven't listened to it, please go back. Otherwise, this isn't going to make sense to you. So I can examine that belief inside of its own glass box. And I can have compassion for the circumstances that led to its creation. I can have compassion for my younger self, who didn't know any better, and didn't know she had a choice. But I'm old enough and experienced enough now that I see I do have a choice. We can find the missed choices by making a point of going back and looking at all the things we learned from external experiences early on in life. Beliefs can be forged at any time, so looking back at your whole life is grossly overwhelming, but very necessary. But again, just remember, you don't have to do this all at once. Just try it one step at a time, one little piece at a time. There's absolutely no need to overwhelm ourselves. How do you climb a mountain? One step at a time. So maybe start with some small beliefs and see where those lead you. The point is simply to practice recognizing and looking at the events and memories in your life that have significant beliefs formed and attached to them and then ask yourself very honestly, do I really believe this? Do I really want to believe this? Does this belief support and nourish me? Does this belief 
harm me? Does this belief feel centered with who I am and who I want to be? What do I want to believe? I would highly recommend writing the things that you discover down. You get to go back in and examine all of those old beliefs with the experiences and knowledge that you have now and you get to decide what stays and what goes. Remember, this is your garden. This is your house. You can call all of the shots. You can put the furniture anywhere you want. You can paint the walls any color you want. You can have flowers. You can have pets. You can blast loud music. You can let the sun shine in. You can fill the room with water and make a freaking swimming pool. Right? You can imagine a large table in the middle of your space where all of the parts of you have a seat and a voice. There... You can catch that saboteur when she says something destructive and go, okay, I hear you. And I understand where you're coming from. But what about this? There, you can tango with your imposter syndrome, lead her to the window, where both of you can look outside and take stock of the actual facts of your life. So, I told you early on that I'm an actor. I made my Broadway debut last year, and for the first eight months, my imposter syndrome was still convinced that I did not deserve to be there. I was sure there had to be some sort of mistake, and that someone would eventually figure it out, and they would kick me out, right? This went on for like eight months, but one day, I finally opened the window, and I looked around myself, and I just laughed. Because the fact was that someone had hired me for that job for Broadway. They didn't have to. They could have picked anybody else. But they picked me. So as a matter of fact, I am good enough for Broadway. Damn it. (laughs) You see what I mean? Just because that scared mean little voice in the back of your head says something to you does not mean that it's true. Truth is relative to what you decide to believe. You get to choose. Isn't that great? I know, it's an undertaking, but honestly, most things that liberate us are. Now, it would be all too easy to sink back into the comfortable armchair of victim mentality, thinking, ugh, no, this is just how it is. This is just who I am. This is just how it goes. I just have to accept it and get on with it. (laughs) Bullshit. With all the love in my heart, I have to tell you that I think that is a cop-out. I think that is a lazy solution to a quality-of-life-determining problem. I think that we owe ourselves better than that. We deserve better than that. The reality is, it's up to you. And it's up to me. No one can or will make these changes or choices for us. Taking accountability and action is a choice that you and only you get to make for yourself. So, 
Will we stand down to the assaults of our saboteur and imposter syndrome, letting secondhand fear-based beliefs dictate and control our lives? Or will we face them head on and do the work to understand, recognize, and choose what our single lifetime will be guided by? Will we let fear get the best of us? Or will we courageously choose the life we want? Courage and bravery don't exist in the absence of fear. They are born in the presence of fear. So, take your fear, your saboteur, your imposter syndrome by the hand and ask yourself, what do you want? What do you want to believe? You are unique, strong, and beautiful. You have all of the tools you need right there inside of you. You have the power to make tremendous change in your life. And you have the gift of renewed opportunity every single day, every single moment. Isn't that cool? Hey, I believe in you. I just want you to believe in you, too. Aww. Okay, my dudes. That is my two cents for the day. Uh, I hope you gleaned something useful from it. Pretty please uh, subscribe to my show, share your favorite episode, and write me a review on whatever podcast platform you found me on. As always, take what resonates, leave the rest, and remember that it's a marathon, not a sprint. I have so, so, so much love and gratitude for you all. Thank you for joining me on this little ride of mine. I hope you have a great weekend. I'll see you next time. Bye.